Simple Life Together, episode 19, Juicing Simplified with Farnoosh Brock, and we're taking you on vacation. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Welcome back to Simple Life Together. On the last show, Dan gave us some advanced Evernote tips, and I shared some time-saving productivity tips. Today, we're going to discuss some travel tips and a little small talk before we get into a great conversation with Farnoosh Brock about juicing. Well, if the show sounds a little bit different today, it's because we're on the road. <laughs> that, that's right. We're taking you on vacation. Well, uh, actually, it's a working vacation for us, but hey, you're welcome to just kind of sit back and relax. So yeah, we've never recorded on the road before, and if you've been listening a while, you can probably tell since it doesn't sound quite the same. But if you're a first-time listener, first of all, welcome. welcome. Yeah. And secondly, just know our shows typically have better audio than this one does. Yeah, and the audio gets better a little bit later on. But uh, so, <laughs> so here's what went on before we decided we were going to record the show on the road. So bottom line, a, an episode of the show, believe it or not, takes about 16 hours for us to produce, about six hours for Vanessa and about 10 hours for me. <laughs> and that includes like our research, um, show prep, the actual recording, and then there's post-production stuff, a little bit of editing. Uh, doing show notes. The show notes, are, our show notes are pretty long. If you've been to the website, you know that. And then posting it out to different places. So, you know, we were just so busy before we came on this working vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, then you were doing a job. Yeah, yeah. And matter of fact, I mean, we uh, we look forward to our podcasting, you know, once a week. But we were going to try to do two. But the week leading up to our trip, I had a really busy um, client uh, project that I was working on. I was doing a relocation, and I was out of town. I was actually in Austin and New Braunfels, which are about forty and minutes and an hour and a half out of town. So basically, it was ten to twelve hour days five days of that and I was just mentally and physically exhausted so it was kind of daunting trying to do two shows in only like a three-day span period yeah so So, and I was busy with some client work too and you know we just got to thinking well we want to do a show we don't want to skip a week but you know what we just didn't want to rush things either because you know you know us we're kind of about keeping it as simple as we can so we thought we'd, we'd try recording on the road and talk about some things that we do to kind of simplify our travel so here goes. So yeah, we'll just we're just this is our small talk. We're going to talk a little bit about just kind of some travel tips, and and what's interesting about this trip is that we don't do a lot of or we haven't in the past we haven't done a lot of road trips. Everything has been since Dan and I have been together for the past ten years. It's been basically um, flying. Yeah, unless we were moving from right, point A to point B. Or right. Whatever. But we as we shift towards this different lifestyle that we want, where we kind of want to travel more, take our time, visit different spots. Um, this is kind of like a testing ground for them. Yeah. It's a short vacation. It's a seven-dayer. It's turning into nine days. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we're on the road. And so even though we have a car, we didn't want to overpack anything. We're still trying to keep things simple. So my goal for this trip was for the three of us, um, because our son isn't on the trip with us. Yeah, he's uh, actually on a trip with his high school. With a band, yeah. So, so <laughs> He's on his way home today. So, um, so I was like, you know, let's still pack. Even though it's a week trip... Let's pack everything in one bag. And we did. All three of us packed everything in one um, piece of luggage. And it was awesome. And my mindset was, I know that we're going to be staying with family. 
in a home. They have a washer and dryer. They have other amenities. I don't need to worry about bringing towels and all this other kind of stuff or all these extra toiletry items or blow dryers. And so we kept it simple. I packed just basically three outfits um, that we were able to wash. And now I'm just recycling those and re re wearing those. And Dan, she usually always packs simple except for... Yeah, except for shoes. Shoes. <laughs> Believe it or not, for me, shoes are a weakness, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, she uh, packed more than me. <laughs> yeah. So we won't get into that. Of course not. But uh, yeah, I did. I packed four pairs of shoes for a week. <laughs> but, but bottom line, the packing was simple. Everything was together. It was great. So, um, but Dan, when it comes to the tech stuff, he has this really cool thing that he got us on. Okay. Yeah. Let me get into some of the tech stuff. Yeah, now. do that. Yeah. So one of the things I, we take on every single trip is, uh, it's called a Belkin mini surge protector and a USB charger. And we'll link to that in the show notes. And Yeah, I did a video on that. It's and, good. Yeah, and Vanessa did a video on Get Simplify, so we'll link to that as well. And uh, we use it at home behind our, each one of us have a nightstand, and that's where our, our gadgets plug in. You know, our iPhone is our alarm clock and right. iPads and all that stuff. So we just, uh, we pull those out. We take the same cords and the charger with us anytime we travel. It's great for hotels. It's always so hard to find a, a enough plug outlets for right. your chargers and everything. Right. So this is just, just one, and I think it's got three or four, yeah, three or four. Uh, plugs in it, mm -hmm. And but it's got the two USB charging systems as well. So the Belkin Mini Surge Protector is something we take all the time. All the time, no matter and, what kind of trip we have yeah. gone with us. And something new is the gridded system. Manas, why don't you talk oh, about yeah. that? Oh, yeah. So the gridded system, it's made by Cocoon. It's basically these elastic bands that have like some little rubber or silicone nubs on it, and they're kind of woven together. Like and, a basket weave, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what's nice is that you can wind up your different cords and your different little gadgets and cameras and, you know, extra batteries and chargers and all that. And they all kind of sit in this little system and it fits easily into a, a tote or into a backpack, like our uh, laptop electronics right. backpack. And I love it. It's a little bit heavy, but... Um, it's, it's awesome. I like it much better than having a bunch of different pouches with all my supplies. It's all just kind of in one spot. And I'm all about keeping everything, all those like items together, together and contained. So. And, and you got a video on that as well. We'll link to oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's your right. last video that you did on that's it. That's right. That's right. right. So you're going to get a lot of my videos. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and um, another thing I did before I left the house was I downloaded a bunch of podcasts for the trip out. And uh, and I'm loading some audiobooks for the trip back. I'll talk more about the podcast in a little bit, but it's been kind of nice to be able to catch up on some podcasts. While yeah, because sometimes the Wi-Fi is sketchy or just the 4G. The, the 4G, 4G when you're traveling. Yeah, yep. not Wi-Fi, but yeah, the 4G. So that's really smart because there's been times where, you know, you're kind of you're kind of hosed. You have all these electronics, but you can't use this stuff. So right. that's a pretty smart tip. And then the, the last one I want to leave you with on tech stuff is an Apple TV. And if you haven't seen an Apple TV before, it's just this tiny little black box. It's about, like, if you t had two sandwiches, one stacked on top of the other, yeah. that's about how, how big uh, an Apple TV is. And I love it for, it has a lot of entertainment options, like it, uh, you can do iTunes movies and TV shows and all that. And you can also do um, Netflix, because we, we do have Netflix with that. And you can use that in the hotel on the way here and once you're at the destination. But the big reason we take it is to share our pictures and videos with family and friends mm -hmm. via the AirPlay function. We do an AirPlay mirroring from our iPhones or iPads. And, you know, like back in the day, we used to set up the... Um, the slide projector <laughs> with the carousel on the top, you know, and for our home movies or whatever. If you're under what thirty, you yeah, may not know what that is. Yeah, if you're under thirty, go to a museum, check <laughs> it out. It, yeah. But, oh but my gosh. we do the same thing kind of with the um, with the Apple TV, and it's so tiny and so portable 
and it's fantastic. So yeah, it was really nice to be able to share all of those pictures and and movies and stuff, um, even YouTube videos on the big screen TV. Right. Because I get feel. I mean, they're uh, all yeah. My my parents are in their late eighties. Yeah. And so, so it's nice for. Hard. <laughs> it's tough to kind of all gather around the little iPhone four, you know. But uh, yeah. but we love the Apple TV. It's only ninety nine bucks. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. But of course, you know, we try to <laughs> tell you what we do right. But of course, some things go wrong. I forgot the remote control. So uh, bad, you know, right. that should be on the checklist for next time. <laughs> okay, I'll put you it know. on there. I'll put it on there. I mean, that's sad, but, uh, you know. But you had a good workaround. Yes, we exec- I did have a, a great workaround. He's a workaround. Problem, si- uh, problem solver, sir. There's, there's an app for that. So, of course, there's an app for that. So, there's a remote control <laughs> app that I downloaded to the iPhone and the iPad. Yeah. So, I just use that to control the Apple TV. So, Very brilliant. you know. I, it's that military impro- um, improvising thing That's coming right. out, right? That's so right. So I get a failing grade on planning, but a A plus on execution, That's right? That's right. You did great. So, so anyway, so those are just some basic tips. I'm sure that as we, especially this summer, we've got a big trip coming up, and I know that we're going to have some other tips for you as far as how to travel with the family, how to keep things simple, and so there's going to be a lot more inspiration to come and yeah. some other topics in the future. I think when it comes to that, so. so kind of pressing into our, the interview that we're that you're going to listen to here in a minute with Farnoosh Brock. You've heard us mention lots of times on the show um, that we do f- juicing. We love the juice. We love fresh juices. And we started juicing a little over a year ago in um, December of 2011. Right, right, right. Um, after I was like completely and totally inspired by Joe Cross's film, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Uh, I know I've mentioned that a few times on the show, but I saw it on Netflix and easily oh watched it over 20 times. Oh, my gosh. I know did. that doesn't sound very minimalist, <laughs> but, but seriously, this Obsessive, show yeah. this show totally inspired me. And, and you know, I am a registered carnivore. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, to get inspired to try juicing was something very, you know, it was a big event in my life. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. So, but before I juiced, I seriously had never eaten vegetables. He really, he really didn't. I mean, you had a couple, like, you like peppers and onions That's and it. fajitas or and, something. And I was in my 20s the first time I had onions and peppers when I lived in Japan. Oh my gosh. That was the first time I had onions and it's peppers. Insane. So. It's insane. So I was totally on board because anything healthy, I'm, you know, I, I love to try it, you know, and so I was very supportive and then we did an initial juice fast for about 12 days yep. and that was tough, folks. It was tough, but we did it and then since then, I love the effects of the juicing so much and we both did that we have incorporated it as part of our life and we have it at least uh, fresh juice in the morning at least three to sometimes five times a week yep. and um, I do a quarterly juice fast, and it's usually between three and five days long. And as a matter of fact, we did one just before we had our interview, before this vacation. Yeah, we just did a couple there. But... Because I knew we were going to be bad on the trip, so <laughs> yeah, I had to prep my body. I had to prep my body, and it was interesting. Actually, Farnoosh talks about that in the, in the uh, interview here, about how she kind of preps for travel by doing a juice fast before yeah. and even even after. So so just before we hit the road, we had a great talk with Farnoosh Brock. She is the author of the new and fantastic Healthy Juicers Bible, and she's joining us today. Now, the Healthy Juicers Bible was recently released by Skyhorse Publishing, and, you know, I've looked around. It's, like, selling out in a lot really? of different places. I checked online this morning. Sam's Club is totally sold out. Wow. And uh, a lot of Barnes & Noble stores are. But we have an Amazon link in the show notes. Oh, so. that's so cool. Let me tell you, I love this book. But So without any further ado, yep. let's jump right into let's our interview. It. And let's listen to Farnoosh Brock, okay? Okay. Here we go. So today we have a very special guest joining us. Simple Life Together listener and fellow Edit and Forget It challenger, Farnoosh Brock. Farnoosh was born and raised in Tehran, Iran. 
After leaving Iran at 11 and living in Turkey for three years, she moved to the United States. She studied electrical engineering and French at university and then entered the corporate world. In 2011, she left a 12-year successful career at a Fortune 100 company to start her own company, Prolific Living Incorporated. Today, she is a professional blogger, author, speaker, business coach, and an expert green juicer. She's passionate about showing her readers and clients how to define their own freedom in their health and in their careers. A multi-passionate entrepreneur that does not believe you need to give up one passion to pursue another, Farnoosh infuses her love of green juicing, Ashtanga yoga, writing, photography, entrepreneurship, and world travel into her work to show you that your dreams are accessible and possible too. Her favorite quote, the one that led to that resignation from corporate America is, The Lust for Comfort Kills the Passions of the Soul by Khalil Gibran. You can find out more about Farnoosh at www.prolificliving.com. And okay, so as a little bit of a background, we first met Farnoosh the best way possible, I think, by chance. Right. Mm -hmm. And we met on the train from the airport heading into Portland for our first World Domination Summit. (laughs) And we only spoke briefly, but that was the spark of a terrific friendship, and we're absolutely delighted to have her on the show, as she just literally (laughs) returned from Africa. So hopefully you can fit a story or two in from that trip, huh, Farnoosh? Oh my gosh, the best introduction hands down. Thank you so much. You guys are thank you for being here. It's so great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, Africa was wonderful. I think my favorite was the um, the African elephants. Oh, it's bet. just remarkable. I think they just went right through my soul just oh, watching oh, wow. them. So. So yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm excited to talk to you guys today. Well, great stuff. Well, we know you listen to the show. So, you know, with other guests, the first question we like to ask is, who are you and how do you make people's lives simpler? Great. Yes, I do. I'm a very, very big fan of the show. And uh, how, who am I? Ha- how do I make people's lives simpler? So um, you already gave a wonderful introduction, but um, I uh, really am just, you know, uh, pursuing everything I want to do for the first time in my life, because wow. everything that I was supposed to do just didn't quite work out, didn't make me as happy as I thought. So the last two years have been true transformation. And um, uh, how do I make people's lives simpler, including myself and my husband? Well, first of all, I listen to your show (laughs) and um, that has helped greatly. But no, really, I just uh, think about how can I do something differently? Because, you know, we get used to just doing things the same way. And I go uh, and I ask that question about everything, you know, from my nutrition, from my exercise, from my routines in the morning, in the evening, from my relationships, my friendships, you know, I question everything. And if something is just bothering me or something is just weighing on me, it means it's too complicated and it doesn't have to be that way. So I ask those questions and I have been on a personal development journey and I write about it. So I blog about it. But uh, specifically lately, I've focused a lot on nutrition and juicing and just eating more natural foods, which is really simple. You just try to eat as much natural raw foods as possible, not exclusively, right? Because that can be really scary, but just more natural raw foods. And I think that just simplifies your diet, for example. Yeah, that's great. You know, I kind of think of it like um, something that's new that you've never done before Mm-hmm. Um, it's mysterious, right? And, mysteri- and mystery has uh, an apprehension side and 
an anxiety side, mm-hmm. or, or let me see, more of an apprehension side and an yeah. excitement side. There you go. And yes. I think you take away the apprehension on all of the stuff that you do with juicing. You know, if somebody who's never done that before, uh, yes. it's mysterious, but they, they, it's difficult. And the same thing with your fitness programs. And, and you yeah. talk about those things on your podcast. Yes, yes, you're right. Because, you know, there is um, all these, um, uh, you know, systems and programs out there that say this has to be this way. You have Mm -hmm. to do it this way. You have to follow a certain diet. And it can be so complex. But things are so much more accessible to us. Everything, you know, from like getting, you know, my 10 minute invigorator is probably the one you mentioned, where I help people get 10 minutes of activity in such a way that it invigorates them and energizes them. But it's so simple. You don't right. need to be an expert in, in f- fitness or be flexible. And so I just like to make it accessible because um, it doesn't have to be complicated. And once you get started, then you can build up. But right. getting that first start into a new thing, and you said it right, you know, there's excitement, there is curiosity right. in new things. And, um, you know, as long as you get that first step into it, just like you do on your show, you know, making your life simpler. Right. So, um so that's that's a good way to put it, Dan. Yeah, you know, and I know that reading through your um, the Healthy Juicers Bible that has totally simplified juicing. <laughs> um, you know, and Dan and I have been doing it for over, over a year, a year yeah. now, and um, but we kind of got stuck in a same routine kind of a thing, and um, and he had a book that he was reading, and it was just a little bit complicated for me. I mean, it was like you know, kind of hardcore <laughs> juicing and all the right. background on it and everything. Your book just broke it down so simply that I can't wait to get in there and try a new recipe. I mean, it's been awesome. I really, yeah. really love it. So I know for sure that you simplify the juicy, at least for me, and I think you will for hundreds and hopefully thousands of other people that uh, get your book. Thank you. No, I'm so glad you took that away. If that's the one thing you took away, yes. because this was, you know, this was the one thing I wanted to do. I want people to juice. You don't have to know everything about it and mm. every vitamin and every vegetable <laughs> right. to get started. Right. You just right. need to start. So, um, so good. I'm so glad you felt that way. That's great. Well, I'm going to ask one more question. It's kind of a selfish question, but Go for um, it. so. <laughs> Maybe this question only makes sense to me because you know me, I'm a former meditarian and that's pretty much all I ate. But uh, do you remember your first fresh juice? And, and if you can, can you tell us where and when that was and maybe what went through your mind before you drank it? Oh, yeah. And, and as I uh, mentioned to you guys before the show, it's like your first kiss. You just don't forget it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so this was 2007. I was not in a happy place in my life. You know, my dad was sick with cancer. I was very unhappy in my job. I had gained some weight anyway. So that was where I was. Things are a lot better now. But, uh, and I wasn't sleeping much. So one day I was just watching this infomercial and I never watched TV. But there was Jack LaLanne, America's former, a late superhero hero, if you Uh remember, um, doing his thing with uh, juicing and his juicer. And I just, I went and woke up my husband. I said, we're going to start juicing. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I need something. And you know what? Back to your question on simple, I could relate to juicing. I can't relate to these complex diets and I've tried everything or these systems. But if, you know, juicing just made sense to me. I'm like, I know fruits, I know vegetables. This is a different form. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's new. It arouses my curiosity because it's a different form. So there was something about it. And I don't cook. I don't bake. I don't do much in the kitchen. But this was just like an experiment. Uh So 
I had not had anything except, you know, orange juice before. And I don't think that was really fresh squeezed either. So I bought my first juicer and I made that first juice in my home, in my uh, smaller hometown that I used to live in. And I remember it was just it was like a new discovery. Like, you know, wow. like where has this been all my life? And, <laughs> and I think I just made carrot and apple, something super uh-huh. simple, right? And every, what was going on through my mind was this is going to be my, my, my return to health and healing. Like I could feel it because it was so simple yet so exciting and totally natural because I don't like supplements, drugs, all of that. And um, it was very exciting and delicious, beyond delicious. So um, that was my first juice, 2007. So nearly six years ago. Wow. Well, I think- uh, You're a pro. Yeah, really. I mean- uh, our first real juice, and I, you know, say real juice is the one that we made in our home too, yeah. because mm-hmm. everything else has the preservatives and, you know, you don't know how yep. long those juices have been sitting out. So store-bought juices kind of, for me, don't yeah. count. <laughs> but no. yeah, mm-hmm. ours was a real like green, green juice. I mean, it was, yeah. it had kale and apple was the Oh, that's apple. hardcore. It was yeah. right away. I had to build up to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know, it was okay for me and I enjoyed it because I... Before we led up to the juicing, I was mm-hmm. on a vegetarian diet for about six months. And so mm-hmm. I had developed my taste buds and I was eating a lot more raw foods and stuff. Yes. So that worked out well. And then Dan had to build himself up to juicing too. I mean, he was trying to eat more raw veggies and stuff like that. But uh, it was delicious for me. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot yuckier because of all the kale and broccoli. And, mm-hmm. but, and we have bok choy in there too. But the apples and the grapes just really provided enough sweetness to make it tolerable. So yeah. <laughs> Totally, totally. And you know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Vanessa. I was talking to my store manager. They know I juice, the produce manager. And somebody had brought him some juice the other day. And he told me, he said it was really yucky, but I just had it because it was good for me. And the thing I talk about in my book and everywhere where I talk about juicing is it doesn't have to be that way. You're right. You can make it delicious. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of making a delicious juice because what's the point if you can't enjoy it? You Absolutely. won't keep it up. That's right. Yeah. So, it's, another- it's, it's funny. You <laughs> mentioned produce management. I think I've told you this story before, but yeah? I was so bad with fruits and vegetables when I started, which was December 7th of 2000 and. 11? 11. 11. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I uh-huh. went to the produce manager of our store and I said, can you give me a tour and tell me what all this stuff is? Because no. I have no idea. I thought bok choy was a city in China. Right? That's hilarious. So, I, I mean, I had to get it's a tour. True. He it's true. Yep. He came home and he's like, I had to get a tour because yep. I had no idea what no I was idea. doing. No idea. I didn't know they do tours. I well, think I might send my husband on one. Well, from the look on his face, I don't think they do. <laughs> but, but I think he just took pity on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? We we just don't know vegetables. I mean, hasn't it opened up a world, a new world to you? Oh, it has. Yeah, it it's, has. it's amazing. So especially Deami, like he had maybe three or four vegetables that he ate ever in his entire life. And so it totally, I know it opened up for okay. him. And even me too. There's a lot of new ones too that I've never really tried. And yeah. so I really, really like it. I still it. don't eat vegetables much, I but I do juice. Yeah. You juice them. That's all right. There you go. Okay, so Farnoosh, one of the first questions that we're asked is what is the difference between juices and smoothies or juicing and blending? I mean, how would I mean, how would you explain that to somebody? Yeah, that's that's a very popular question. And you know, it's funny, even though we're just talking about, you know, different forms of food, people can get very polarized in this on this topic. Oh, yeah. You just wouldn't believe it. And so I have to admit, you know, I have a Vitamix, I love green smoothies. I enjoy a good smoothie every now and then, mm-hmm. 
but there is a difference. So with juicing, you extract the fiber. So you need a machine namely the juicer that extracts the fiber. Now you can do things with the pulp the slash the fiber, you know, you can do things with it. You don't have to discard it, but the juice is just the nutrients. And when you drink the juice versus a smoothie, which has everything blended form, Mm -hmm. then your body absorbs the juice a lot faster because you don't have to digest it. You just absorb it. You know, your blood cells just absorb it. Whereas for smoothie, smoothie is food. So juices are a drink. Smoothie is food. So your body has to activate your digestive system and it's okay. And you have to actually digest both the fiber, break down the fiber and then get all the nutrients that way. So it's a slower digestion. It's more filling. So I would, and I actually clarified this in the book. I think both of them are good for you for different reasons. I prefer juicing because there is a lot more I believe you can do with juicing, such as detoxing, fasting, cleansing. You can't do that with smoothies, you know? Right. It's a healthy food, but you can't go on a fast with a smoothie. That's a still food. And so it depends what you want to do. I, I would say, you know, if you're trying to maybe uh, do the cleanse, do the fast, you know, reset your system or uh, do the reboot like um, uh, this, uh, Joe Cross calls it, then start with juices. But if you want to add additional food, maybe change the way you eat breakfast or add an extra meal, you know, then do the smoothies or just do both. Explore both. Right. distinctly different yeah I have had to explain that a couple times to some friends that are interested in you know the juicing and Mm. they'll say well I've got a Vitamix and I'm doing this and I'm like it's it's not the same I mean you really need that juicer and it's you know I I explain it almost like you do it's it's, you're gonna be absorbing those vitamins and nutrients directly into your system as opposed to having to waste time breaking it down it's just totally different ways both are still good um, mm-hmm. But I am, I'm like you, I am more of a proponent for the juicing just because I feel like it's going to get into my body, help repair and fix and give me the totally. things I need so much faster. And Totally. So, yep. Yeah. And there's, there's another thing, you know, the, the amount of um, nutrients you can pack into a glass of juice is so much more than what you can pack into a Vitamix because you're not extracting the fiber. That's right. So if you want like it, you know, if you want to get a lot of the nutrients and we don't get all our vegetables and fruits in a day. So if you want to get all of that quickly into your body, juicing is the way to go. But if you want to have something, you, you want to just add more greens into your diet and add it as a meal, then smoothie. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, we, you already scratched the surface a bit on, you know, absorbing all those en- enzymes directly into your, your bloodstream and all that. What are some of the other benefits that you've experienced yourself and have seen others benefit from from juicing? So many. I mean, this one is the one where, you know, at first, you know, you go through a new thing in your life, you experience it and you think, you know, I wonder if this is something other people would too. Because for my personal experience, I had stubborn weight that I couldn't lose. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very fit person, very health conscious, but I had tried everything, you know, weightlifting, working out, and it was just around my belly. It was driving me nuts, Vanessa (laughs) Kendrick, as a woman, you know, it's only 10 pounds, but it was Uh just driving me crazy. And juice was the one thing that helped me shed those extra pounds. And the way that it does that, I think several different things. First, it actually improves your digestive system in a way that few other things have done for me. You know, I've had Chinese tea help my digestive system a lot, but having a killer digestive system helps you immensely, you know? So it, it regulates your digestive system 
And it also helps just cleanse everything. So for example, it shows on your skin. Like my skin started improving, my hair started improving, my body started feeling better. So the weight loss along with all of that, and then I started feeling better. I mean, that's the number one thing you look for when you're doing anything new. I think that's your number one indication. Is it right for you? How do you feel? Mm -hmm. I felt incredible. Mm -hmm. And, um, And I think it also started to help curb my bad cravings. So when I was juicing, I didn't crave bad foods because they just couldn't coexist in my body. Right. <laughs> you know? Instead of saying, I'm never going to have chips again, or I'm never going to have junk food again. And I was having very little of it, but it was just gently pushing out these bad foods. And it was really a nice way of getting into healthier, uh, healthier foods. But um, I have also had a lot of results from people that I work with. I run a juicing clinic and um, one person healed her stomach ulcer. She's convinced it was through juicing, which was remarkable. Then we had several people who reported just like joint pains. Her joint pains went away and her chiropractor was shocked. And this is our friend Sandy. Right, yeah. Talking about it, right. And uh, weight loss has been, I think, the, the main one. And just feeling better in general, like waking up with more energy, being more focused. So um, it's really a miracle. I, I just... I'm shocked at just how much this simple thing can do for our body and our well-being. Well, you know, I know personally, I was not sick for 14 months and oh. it was, and I know it was from the juicing and cause we did a, we did a juice fast. We did about a 12 day juice day, fast yeah. and <laughs> then, and then we made a commitment to juice at least three times a week. Now I'm doing it almost every day. Um, but I've only been doing that for maybe uh, two or three weeks now, but but I tell you what, I was just like, this is awesome. And even even though I might feel a sickness coming on, it was like I was just drinking more juice. And it, would, it just seemed like to me, it was just combating it so much faster. And I was oh, yeah. like, hey, this is awesome. Y'all need to juice so you don't get sick because it's that totally. amazing. <laughs> totally. I mean, people talk about how it can be expensive. But think about how much you are saving by not making a trip down to the doctor and then to right. the pharmacy and losing time right. out of work and, exactly. and all that. Oh yeah. I mean, I have, I have a buddy that, um, I interviewed. He is incredible. He did three 60 day juice fasts. Yeah. <laughs> they juice fast. That guy's he incredible. Has, <laughs> he is. He's Israel Taurus. Yeah. And, um, he has lost tons of weight. I mean, he was, you know, pushing, I think three or 400 pounds, but wow. now he's in incredible shape and he has five little kids who always get sick, right? Because, you know, they're going through their growing up uh-huh. cycle. And he never got sick for the first time. Wow. And here he was fasting, right? So, that oh, is yeah. amazing. And I agree too about the whole, you know, having a healthy digestive system is overall healthy for you and your body yeah. as a whole. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I tell folks all the time, a lot of reasons why I do the juicing too is just so that my digestive system maintains a healthy balance because then overall you're going to be healthier. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's a great investment in your health. Okay, so how do you recommend people get started juicing? So, um, you know, this is the one thing that, and I've tried to simplify it as much as possible, but the one thing that you do need is a juicer. However, I have noticed that there is juicers available now in all prices. Mm -hmm. I was in Costco's or Sam's the other day, and I think I saw one, and it might have even been a masticating juicer. So as you may know, there's two types. There is a centrifugal juicer and a masticating. And you don't have to worry about exactly what they do, but a masticating just gives you more juice per ounce of fruit and vegetable and a more dry pulp. So I prefer it, but they're usually more expensive. But this juicer was like 50 or $75. Wow. 
And, you know, I mean, juicers go up to five, $600, but it doesn't have to cost you that much. I recommend you invest in a juicer mm-hmm. to start. You know, you have to start at home because you, we live in the North America and I haven't noticed that many juice bars just no, yet. No, not, unfortunately. No, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of the whole foods in California may have them. But in general, you're going to have to do this at home. So that's why I talk about having a system, putting it as part of your routine. But you need a juicer. And then, you know, uh, either find recipes online. You don't have to buy a book. You don't have to invest in anything. You know, just read a little bit about it. Because the one thing I don't want to happen is where you go, you know, get creative and mix things. And then you make something that's better and not good. And you get turned off. It's the last thing I want people to do. So go with recipes that are proven to be good and delicious. Start very simple. Very simple. Don't go like dark greens, even though Vanessa is very brave, you know. (laughs) But maybe some of you out there are too. But I recommend, you know, a little bit, you know, uh, simpler, like maybe just carrots and apples Uh just to start developing your taste buds and then keep adding the greens and the ginger and the herbs and all of that. Well, you but know you what? It was sir. it was mm-hmm. kind of like I kind of equate when I was learning how to appreciate wine, and mm-hmm. um, and my friend had introduced me to the the whites first, you know, the sweet ones first, just because my taste buds were probably like the sweets better. So, and then I right. gradually worked up to the the dry reds, which are my favorite now. And so, but it wow. just took it took a couple of months for me to kind of be brave enough to try, you know, this dry just dry red wine, exactly. but then I ended up loving it. So I kind of think of it the same way. Just maybe start with something a little bit more sweeter based in a way with the mm-hmm. fruits, maybe one or two vegetables and then kind of work your way it's up. It's kind of like that for me with the dry rubs for my beef too. Start off with a, <laughs> <laughs> start off with a lot, you know, not too spicy and then work your way up to the spicy rubs for the There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever analogy works. Yeah. So, so Farnoosh, you mentioned your green juicing clinic, and I've been a member of that for almost a year now, since the start, really. And yeah. I love it. And I love the, um, the group on Facebook, too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. could you tell us how you came up with the concept and, and a bit about the clinic? All right. So it has been a little bit over a year. No, maybe, maybe not quite. Maybe it's been around a year that we have had the clinic. And um, the way I came up with it is, so I had my first juicing book in December of 2011. And um, the only reason I wrote that is because I couldn't find a book to recommend to my growing juicing community. So I ended (laughs) up writing it. You know, everything just kind of works itself together. And then I had people telling me, you know, asking me all these questions. I had to repeat the same answers and I was writing blog posts, but it just wasn't enough. So I wanted to create a juicing community. That's it. You know, and at first I thought I'd just start a, a juicing group, but then I decided I want to really handhold people into the juicing world. You know, I thought the book just wasn't enough. I wanted to do video and audio and talk them through it because I think there is a lot of resistance when we make changes in our lives. And I wanted to make it as gentle and as wonderful as possible. So uh, I created all these videos and lessons and and just the environment where people could feel safe and ask each other all those silly questions or maybe even embarrassing questions, anything, because (laughs) it's a change in your body, in your, you know, and, and you may not feel comfortable asking it online. So it's a private clinic and it started out so small 
And, you know, we just, you know, got the idea just from the fact that I wanted to create a community. My husband helped me. We put together the lessons and had a lot of encouragement, you know, from the beginner um, people, including yourself, Dan. Mm -hmm. So then it kept growing and growing. And um, it's been really good. I really love the environment we have in Facebook. And um, you're right. Great group of people. So um, yeah, I'll, we'll yeah. definitely put a, the links to the clinic in the show notes because it really is a supportive place for a new juicer and an experienced juicer. And, yep. uh, you know, and, and we've together as a forum, we've really helped people make uh, decisions on juicing and what, you know, whether they can fast or not fast mm-hmm. or supportive if they can't or supportive if they are. Yep, and exactly. So it's, a great, it's a great place. Or what kind of juicers to buy, which is, you know, right. you can get dizzy with all the Amazon reviews and yeah, a lot of questions. Exactly. And I, and I try to stay as active as possible in the community, but it's kind of running itself, which is really good. Right. Really yeah. good. So. Well, for new, you know, we're all about simplifying our, and for our new juicers, the whole process can be a bit intensive, like you've already said. Um, mm-hmm. Can you share some tips on how you've simplified your juicing and how you make that just easier, whether you do it, you know, day to day or whatnot? Sure, sure. So um, let's say that you already have the juicer, right? It's the number one thing. And I really think, again, it's a good investment. Go with a simple one. And um, the way I simplified is, I think, just like you said, Vanessa, decide at the beginning how many times you want to do it, right? And I think you have to keep in mind that um, it does take a little bit of time, but you can cut time from other places in your life. Like I ask people, I say, do you think you might be wasting 10 minutes a day somewhere? Possibly. (laughs) Is that possible? (laughs) Could you maybe not waste that and then put it towards juice? (laughs) Exactly. Right. I mean, when you really think about it that way, it becomes a part of your day. And so I recommend that you have a system. Systems help everything. So have the juicer on the counter, have your cutting board, your knife, everything that you need ready, accessible in the same place all the time. Have a system for cleaning and drawing and putting it away. Or maybe you put your juicer in the dishwasher, right? And it takes a little while to get the system developed. And I give you a lot of tips in the book. And then have a system for buying vegetables. You don't want to run to the store every time, you know, Once you start making a few recipes, you find some of your favorites and you start to play around and then you're able to just look at your fridge and look at what you have and see what you can make. So there are some foundational produce that you need to have all the time. And then there is the extras that you can buy or you may have and you can use them. So you want to have the foundations in your fridge all the time. So let's say you decide, okay, I'm going to juice three times a week, right? right? And if you do make a little bit more, you can store it in tight lit glass containers that I recommend. So it, you know, keeps it really nice and fresh for about 24 hours. So you could actually have juice for maybe four to five days a week. So three times a week, you know, it may take you maybe with everything, maybe 20 minutes per time. So that's like an hour a week total for three times juicing, you know? And so you go to the store maybe twice a week, maybe even once if you really manage it well. And then I have a system that I talk about in how you keep your produce fresh as long as possible, right? So you bring it home, you take it out of those wet bags, you know, from the (laughs) store. You don't wash it immediately, but you try to put them in tight lit containers or Ziploc bags and maybe label them. And again, over time, this sounds like a lot, over time you develop a system and it becomes just part of the way that you nourish your body. Wow. So I hope those tips help, but I can go into more detail if you like. Well, no, you know, there's, um, I mean, 
like you said, you have all kinds of tips and I've been reading through your book. I just, I love, like I said, I love this book. (laughs) I do. It's just so simple. I'm all about simple. I mean, you know, we all value our time and I just love that it's interesting. It's easy to understand and it's, it's motivating. It's exciting. I mean, you can tell how passionate you are about it, you know? So I know that we love this little book because it's just jam packed with great information, terrific tips. And the pictures are really beautiful. beautiful, Did you take those or? No, or some of them st- actually, okay, we, yeah. used, we used the stock photos. Yeah, My publishers okay. did a phenomenal job. I can't take credit for that. They created a beauty. Yeah, so I'm grateful to Skyhorse Publishing. Yeah. Well, how did that all? How did it all come uh-huh. about? How did the whole book come about? Oh my gosh! Do you want to hear it? I yes, do. Absolutely. Yeah, so I was here minding my own business, writing my other book, (laughs) and um, Skyhorse Publishing uh, uh, approached us. They wanted to take my first book, The Comprehensive Green Juicing Guide, which I self-published on Amazon. So here is a note to all of you listeners. Go self-publish your work. It pays. Cool. But um, we self-published that and that book turned out to do really well. You know, he was selling between three to 400 copies a month for about a year, you know, so I was paying most of my bills. I mean, I was shocked at how well it did. And and they look at, so what they do, the publishers actually scan the books that do well in the Kindle store, apparently, at least these guys did. And they came up with that and they offered that they wanted to take that off and buy the rights to it and then republish that as a real book. And I said, thank you, but no thanks. You know, I'm not giving that up. I have no interest in this. And at the time I was all about self-publishing. So then they kept coming back to us and they wanted us to write this book. They had committed to writing a juice book with a very, very aggressive deadline. I mean, from the time we signed the deal, and so ended, we ended up agreeing. So I told them, look, I'm going to write a brand new book because I want to have a brand new book. I want to talk in general about juicing, not just green juicing, which was the focus of my first book. I want to add a lot more chapters, like you said, about motivation, fighting resistance, building it as a habit, more recipes, et cetera, et cetera. And we came to an agreement. We had to hire a publishing lawyer, which was all new to me. Right. Yep. Make sure you check the contract, you do all that work. And so this became number one priority. But from the time we signed the book deal to the, um, you know, book being in the stores as of yesterday, it was a three month cycle. Wow. Wow. Which is a phenomenal turnaround, right? It is. But um, but yeah, so as far as the photos, um, they had stock photos, which are beautiful. I chose all the photos. I mean, they gave me so much freedom with what I wanted to do with the book. I had heard really um, terrifying stories about traditional publishers, but my experience was phenomenal. I adore my publishers and I would work with them again in a heartbeat. So good for you. It's great. And thank you. I know a friend of Vanessa's, uh, how you tell the story, Vanessa? You were talking to her, and then and then you oh, sent her right to Barnes. Well, and yeah, Noble. I was talking about juicing, and then I was I actually a few months ago gave her some of Dan's recipes and stuff, and you know because her and her husband had just decided to juice and everything, and yeah. and um, and then she was we were working on a project together, and she saw that I had a juice, <laughs> so she, and I was asking her how it was going, and and then uh-huh. we had the whole discussion about um, the difference between juicing and you know and the smoothies and all that and then oh yeah and i said well oh my gosh this i go taste this you got to taste this one and i think it was the <laughs> ultimate pineapple blast um, oh that's a good one yeah the Great pineapple going. kale blast i loved it and she's like this is delicious and so i told her that i got an advanced copy <laughs> And yeah. um, I was like, and, and my husband's in there with one of his recipes, and you know, it's called the Dapper Dan. 
<laughs> so, and she's like, well, I want, I want to see it. And I say, I don't know if it's out yet. And so she was looking like two days later, she had it. So she was so excited. And she was sending me a text message with the picture going, I got the book. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah, I haven't been to the bookstores yesterday because yesterday, March 6 was the launch date. So this is just surreal. I have to go and find it and uh, yes. maybe take a picture of it. So but thank you. Thank you for spreading the word. And you know, Absolutely. I, I I want more people to choose. It's like my little mini mission right now. I don't. I can't explain it. But once you start, I mean, if you talk to her in a few months, see how she feels. I bet she's happy she did this. Well, it's just like me, and I want to help people unclutter. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on this mission to yes. declutter the world. You know? Yes, let's do it together. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay, my turn. I gotta ask this one. So. Go right. for it. So you're stranded on a tropical island, and thankfully there's a solar power juicer there. <laughs> and this tropical island just happens to grow all of the ingredients for your favorite juice. What yes. juice would that be? All right. Okay. So I told myself I should probably pull out my favorite recipes, but then I'm like, I'm going to make it up as I go. All right. So this is what happens. Once you get really good, I tell people in the clinic, once you get good, you're going to create your own recipes. I promise uh-huh. you. All right. So I think I'm going to start with um, strawberries. It's my favorite sweetener. So I'm going to go with the sweetener. We're going to get, we're going to go pick some strawberries. I'm going to find my herbs, which is parsley, a little fennel. I've started to use some fennel Uh and, um, and maybe some dill. Okay. So if you can find those, otherwise mint, you know, whatever is your favorite um, herb, green herb, that will go. And then for the main one, kale. I'm in love with kale. You can't find kale, spinach, but kale or spinach. So that's our main dark leafy vegetable. And then um, let me see, I have strawberries. I might add a half an apple Uh just to add a little bit more sweetener. I'm going to go find my ginger and garlic. So I've started adding garlic. This one is something, again, you have to build up to it, but I would say maybe one clove, maybe two. And uh, that's it. So strawberries, uh, let me see, the herbs were parsley, fennel, um, maybe some dill, kale, some apple, uh, ginger, and garlic. Wow. Those last two are optional. But you can't go wrong, let me tell you. Let me tell you, I didn't uh know that you could do like strawberries and and kiwi kiwi and stuff. I don't know why it was in our head that you couldn't do that. But I agree with you. Strawberry is like my favorite now. I had no idea. It's like it is a perfect sweet. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how it got in my head. I've read some other books that obviously weren't as well informed as as (laughs) Farnoosh and her book. I mean, really, they said don't. Don't juice those. And maybe it's because it was an older blender. I don't know. Or older juicer. I don't know. Yeah. Some some older, you're, you're right. Some older juicers may not be able to handle it. Maybe the centrifugal one may not. But um, I have had no problems. And I think I have to actually give the true credit for strawberries to Sandy. Oh, yeah. Because- She's the one that came up with her frothy juice one day, and then I started using strawberries. I mean, I'm telling you, I learn from the people in my clinic as much as they learn from me. It's it's just a big discovery, a big experiment. Yeah, that's and, great. you know, five years later, I'm still learning. So it is just fun. It's just so much fun when you're having fun with it and doing something so great for your body. So I hope I passed the tropical island test. You sure did. <laughs> I've got, you know what, that's, that's your favorite drink. Do you have any horror stories of something that you've mixed that you I didn't do. like? I know I we do. do. I, I will never, ever juice radish, even if my life. <laughs> I mean, I made this beautiful 
you know, large jar of juice. And then I decided, you know what? I'll put some radish in it. And there was this taste, this, like you get a lot of tastes in a green juice, right? That's another fun thing. Like if you just stand there and you have really good taste buds, you can taste just about everything. Right. And added this taste that just didn't belong. Yeah. And I had to drink it because I couldn't waste all that, but oh. I was not happy. Plugging your nose, trying to gulp exactly. it down. <laughs> but you know what I've noticed, Vanessa? I've noticed that people actually have different reactions to different greens. Right. So I couldn't tell you, you're not going to like this. I mean, there are some combinations that just don't go together, yeah. but some people love something and some people can't stand it. It's kind of like the cilantro story, I think. You either love it or hate it. Uh -huh. So that's why I do tell you, okay, yes, go start with a known recipe. But then beyond that, you have to listen to your body and experiment. And then if you don't like something, big deal, you just move on. There is right. yeah. so many fruits and vegetables out there. So that's, I um, actually have, I cannot juice tomato. Interesting. And, and, I, and I can't juice most melons, like like a cu cucumber or watermelon. You'd think that would be awesome. I just don't, I have a very bad reaction. Yeah, it he, makes me nauseous. Yeah, he tastes it right away. He can detect it. Even yeah. if it's like half a cucumber, he can yeah. detect that flavor yeah. right away and he is put yeah. off. Yeah. But I would I would not recommend doing way too much ginger because we've had an experience where we did like... I Two and a half inches of ginger. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. It was like I, juicing pepper. <laughs> Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> no, don't do that. But I think um, actually juicing is really good for um, cleaning out your voice, vocal cords. Right. I remember somebody was oh. doing that to heal their vocal cords. But no, you got to go very, very slowly on those and build up. They're so good for you. But yes, that's, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning that. It's sure. fun. I just think those are always interesting. It's like, what's the horror story, you know? Something just yeah, won't do again. <laughs> so. But you, even if you have the horror stories, you get past it and you move on. That's and, right. You know, you have the story to tell. So <laughs> keep juicing. Well, uh, how about one more question? And then I know your time is valuable. We'll wrap it up. Is You got time for one more? I do. Okay. Well, since we're getting ready to hit the road, this just hit me. Maybe we'll take our juicer with us. But um, <laughs> do you right. have, have any tips for juicing on the go that you know of? Because... Uh, I mean, we do uh, locally here, we do go to Whole Foods, they do have juice there, and we have another place called Central Market that has juice, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. have you ever juiced on the road? I have not taken my juicer with me. I have taken juices in, you know, like, so, so, so several things you can do. This is a challenge, right? And I travel a lot. So you guys know yeah. this is, this is a big one. I try to do a lot of juicing before I go, sometimes even a mini fast. I juice up to the day I go. And if I'm traveling by car, I actually take you know, a big jug so I can, you know, have it for like the next day or so. Right. But I have never taken my juicer. I try to travel light. Yeah. And when I am away, I replace it with just eating more raw vegetables. Okay. And then immediately when I come back home. But I know that Sandy, again, she comes up. She has to listen to this interview. <laughs> she took her juicer to her parents' house and converted them. And, you know, it was a very successful trip. And ended up juicing during her stay. So you can totally take it if you're going somewhere, you know, that's that has a kitchen. You need a yeah. kitchen, right? Yeah. right. But um, I haven't taken it on the road as much of a fanatic as I am. Mm -hmm. And I really have a hard time finding juice bars. I mean, that is yeah. really heart-wrenching. Boy, somebody... So 
somebody well, could make some money making a little website that has a list of everyone everywhere. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. There aren't that many, though. There I really know. aren't. So this is something that you have to start doing at home. And I think things are changing, though. I really think we might be on the cusp of a little mm-hmm. juicing revolution. So I hope so. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, absolutely. I would personally like to replace all the bars, the regular alcohol bars, <laughs> yeah. bars. But Andy tells me I will never live to see that day. Wow, that's great. Awesome, awesome tips. Really appreciate it. So, well, just to let our listeners know, uh, we'll have links to the Green Juicing Clinic, the Healthy Juicing Bible, and all your books on Amazon.com in our show notes. So, Thank you. So, Farnoosh, what is the best way for people to connect with you? Thank you so much for a fun interview. I really appreciate it. And the best way to find me is Prolific Living. I'm Prolific Living everywhere. So I am very active on Twitter, Prolific Living. And you can find me on Facebook as well. Or you can just go to my blog, prolificliving.com. Contact me. And I would love to get you into juicing or just help you simplify your life and uh, just, um, you know, uh, help you just do the things that make you feel your best because I can't, I can't just explain how amazing it feels to do the right things for your body. It wow. just changes everything. Yeah. For you. you go beyond that too with prolific you sure living. Do. You do yeah. that with your mind, your body, just yeah. everything. And so that's kind of what yeah. your, I guess that's what your mantra is making you the best that you can be. And so yeah. Yeah. inspiring. And everybody who's listening needs to check out Farnoosh's podcast too. It's fantastic. Yes, it's so. awesome. I love it. It's like my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. The Daily Interaction Podcast. Yes. yes, yes. I always forget to mention my podcast and I put so much work into it. Oh, so no, thank you. you. Can tell. Yeah, it's fantastic. Thank well, you so much, you guys. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you again, Farnoosh. And we'll be talking to you real soon and and be ready for an influx of a bunch of simplifiers looking to <laughs> simplify some juicing, all right? Yeah, so best of you luck to it. you, Farnoosh. Yeah, best Thank of luck. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was so great. That, that was, was awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. Her, you know, Farnoosh's Healthy Juicers Bible is awesome. And if you're considering juicing, be sure to pick up a copy. We got an advanced copy. And let me just say that I love it because it's beautiful. It's simple to understand. And she's got some of the most delicious recipes I did not even expect. So, and that's kind of like what I alluded to in the interview, but uh, Oz, you need to go pick it up. Yeah. And if you're interested in Farnoosh's green juicing clinic, we talked a bit about that in the interview. We'll definitely have a link for that in the show notes as well. All right. So so, uh, let's move on to the things segment, Dan. All right. Well, my thing this, this week is pretty simple. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, I really love my podcast, you know that, and I enjoyed being able to catch up on the podcast while we're here on the road, and I have my iPhone plugged right into, we have a Honda Pilot, and I just had a blast as we were traveling along, Vanessa was doing her thing, and sometimes... uh, Watching movies with a little in the back. Yeah, Sunshine and Vanessa were watching movies there in the back, so (laughs) I just enjoyed listening to the podcast, and I got to catch up on a bunch of them. By some of my friends, like Pat Flynn, Cliff Ravenscraft, Nick Suberling, Chris Ducker, uh, Farnoosh Brock, again, yeah. who we just listened to, and John podcast. Buchanis. Yeah. And I also listen to Mike Hyatt's show, and uh, John Jantz, has, he does duct, the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, listen to him. And on the way back, I have a few audiobooks, and one of them is like 12 hours long by MJ DeMarco. I've read his book a couple of times, I just want to do the audio version. And a new book 
called More or Less by Jeff Schinnebarger, which I've heard rave reviews about <laughs> this book. And it was actually it was first recommended by Jennifer over on the Edit and Forget It awesome. Facebook page. Yep. So cool. thanks, Jennifer. So I'm checking it out. I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you. So, okay, cool. Well, my thing is, um, actually, on this trip, uh, you know, we're here. It's a business trip. We're also visiting family. And what was really cool is that something unexpected came up. I was able to help my family with organizing files. It was actually yep. Dan's parents my, organizing yeah, their, their paper files. And luckily, she was pretty organized because um, his mom pretty much managed all the, the paper files and everything like that. But she had it spread out in different areas. And the topic, I don't even remember how it came up. But long story short, and 14 hours later, I had everything that was in about five or six different spots and different boxes and folders are all now consolidated into one filing cabinet and it's all labeled easy to read easy to to understand as far as the logic of how things are organized and like i said luckily she was very organized it was just a matter they're thrilled with it too oh yeah Yeah. because as you get older you know it's just you're gonna there's gonna be an influx of papers and medical stuff and that can get kind of confusing and then for other folks in the family to be able to find that um, if it was all spread out, it would be very difficult. Right. So I just thought it would be best to serve them. And, and anyway, bottom line, it was just awesome to be able to help family because that's, that's, that's nice. That's one thing. When you live away from your family, you're not always there for them yeah. on the day-to-day needs, and it is nice to be able And I got to put up some, some lights in an area of the oh, yeah. kitchen. They really needed lights, <laughs> and they've been wanting to do that for years, and they just hadn't gotten around to it. So I got them and installed them, and so we both got to kind of help out a little bit, yeah, which so. is awesome. So that was my thing. Yeah. So I guess it's time to catch up on some uh, listener feedback, and we've gotten some great stuff since we last talked. So you guys have been great about leaving iTunes ratings and the emails and all that. And we got one is a comment on on one of the episodes, and Vanessa, why don't you cover that one? Okay, that is from um, Magpie. She says, my mom suggested this podcast to me, and I really enjoy it. I've been working to declutter and have made it a habit to pare down my stuff on a regular basis. Vanessa's organization tips and Dan's tech tips are really helpful and interesting. I am intrigued by their military background since that sometimes informs what they talk about. (laughs) I've listened to podcasts for years and I was blown away by the quality and professionalism of this one, especially when I realized that they've only been podcasting for a few months. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Audio quality is great. The segments make sense and the length duration of the podcast is nice. The hosts have a great rapport. When one is taking the lead with a segment, the other helps by drawing out more in the conversation, clarifying a point, etc. These two are obviously enjoying themselves and they choose interesting and thoughtful content keep up the great work well that's really cool and i you know what we really do have a good time this is some of the best fun we have all week really is when Uh, we get to record so (laughs) thanks so here's another one dan okay so and this is also a comment that magpie uh uh, left on the blog i think right yeah and says i just left a review on itunes y'all are doing a terrific job Just started listening a few weeks ago and have made it through quite a few episodes. I wanted to share some tips about living without a printer. We've lived without a printer for about five years. My main habits for using a printer before that time were, one, printing boarding passes for air travel, and two, printing directions from Google Maps or MapQuest. Here's how we solve that. Many airlines will let you check in online, and then you print a copy of your boarding pass at the airport. For example... With Southwest, it's important to check in as soon as possible, up to 24 hours before the flight, to get a good seat assignment. So you can check in 24 hours ahead online and then not print the boarding passes. When you go to check luggage at the airport, or even if you have no luggage, just use one of the machines to print out a new boarding pass. For directions, we mainly write them down on paper. 
Now, of course, there are lots of great directions and maps and GPSs uh, on phones, and I never print the directions. There are also more apps for checking in on planes, and some airlines even let you use a document on your cell phone as a boarding pass. What caused us to get a printer at home was this. One of us started working from home, (laughs) and we needed to print documents from time to time for work purposes. Also, we wanted to print photos without having to bring the SD card or transfer photo files to a print center. But ugh, just bought ink again, and it's painful to see that receipt. Uh, isn't you it? are so right. Yeah, that's tough. Well, thanks. Those are great tips. Those are awesome tips. And Tanya left a comment on episode 17. She wrote, So happy to discover your podcast. I listened to this episode and will continue on to catch up on the rest. I've been caught up in consumerism for most of my life, using it as a way to cope with long working hours, relationship issues, and a love of good design. Starting to write regularly and take pictures for my blog after I got divorced opened my eyes to how having a creative outlet was needed. If I write about art, interiors, and design, I don't have that urge or time to shop recreationally. I'm getting that need to admire something that someone has created out of my system without having to wear it or own it. I've also started a regular series about paring down my possessions and lifestyle called Minimal Me, where I share my baby steps to a simpler life. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of using technology, and I'm one of those obsessive GTDers. <laughs> I still have a job with long hours, and I feel like making a few changes and capturing priorities and having a methodology has helped me take back some of my time. I also could relate to Vanessa's story about diet and fitness. I lost 40 pounds 10 years ago in my 30s and thought I'd never gain it back. But here I am again after a rough couple of years, including a move which resulted in me not finding replacements quickly for my routines of tennis and spinning. I am now heavier than I've ever been. So your podcast is almost perfect for me, and the two of you are a pleasant listen. That's oh. nice. Thank That's you so fine. much. And after um, I, I went, after we received this, I went and checked out uh, Tanya's blog at uh, MauiShopGirl.com. And it, I'll tell you, it sure does look like she has found a creative outlet to, yeah. to counter that consumerism because it is really beautiful. I mean, incredibly beautiful pictures and personal stories. Um, Just well done. Well yeah. done, yeah. And, you know, so, I think it's a major move that she mentioned about going from that feeling, that need to possess something that you yeah. appreciate as opposed to, and now, and, and change that to just being able to appreciate it and, and not have to and not possess own it, it and possess yeah. it and all about taking baby yeah. steps. That's what it's all about. So, great Thanks. stuff. Thank you all so much for the feedback. Okay, so that's it for episode 19 of Simple Life Together. Today we talked about some travel tips and Farnoosh Brock joined us and told us all about her new book, The Healthy Juicers Bible. And you can find links to all of Farnoosh's work at prolificliving.com. She's got great stuff, so make sure you check it out. And my thing was how I how much I enjoy podcasts and having the opportunity to listen to them while we were on the road. And my thing was about just helping family and spending time with them and how uh, rewarding that is. Yeah, that's good stuff. So thanks for joining us on our working vacation. <laughs> if you're looking to scale back some of the stuff in your life, don't forget to head over to simplelifetogether.com and sign up for the Edit and Forget It Challenge to eliminate 2013 things from your life in 2013. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and lots of other podcast directories. If you get some value from the show and want to show us some loving, go to <laughs> simplelifetogether.com slash iTunes Write a couple of lines, hit a couple of stars, and that's it. And remember, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash 019. Connect with us on Twitter. I'm at Get Simplified, and Dan is at Daniel Hayes. We have links to our Twitter and Google Plus profiles on the website. So stay in touch with us if you can. We'd love to get your emails, your notes, and your voicemails. So be sure to leave comments below the show notes or a voicemail on the site. We'd love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together.